All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. What an excellent day for an of Oh the Horror. I'm Rob Holmes, and today I'm joined by my buddy Jeremy Johnson, who is one of the biggest horror fans that I've ever met. Uh, hey, Jeremy, how you doing today? Doing really, really well. Con- considering what's going on in the rest of the country, I am doing okay just sitting here recording this in my bedroom, so I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, we're recording this right now during the uh, during the election results. We're on day day two, I guess, because it was the election was yesterday. So wait, wait, this it hasn't been day. a week yet. No, it hasn't been a week <laughs> yet. It feels like it, right? Yeah. Um, by the time this is up, it'll be a few days, so we'll we'll know exactly what's going on by then. Uh, but you know what? How about we how about we take our minds off things? How about we talk about one of your favorite movies? Uh, a little film called troll hunter troll hunter yes absolutely uh easily one of my favorite films ever it's something i watch pretty frequently you know a couple of times a year at least um it was a super super surprise find for me uh as like a, a view before release uh back in I want to say it was, I think it was officially released in 2011. I want to say I got this at like the very end of 2010, though. Um, and immediately it just like, like ran away with me. I was, uh, I was surprised I found it and I thought it was so good. And especially like I, I'm not, I had never really been into uh, movies with, um, with subtitles. It's a foreign film. Um, uh, so subtitles, I kind of steered away from, but I think this movie definitely changed my mind. I'm like, you know what? It's like, deal with the subtitles, read more. It'd be great. You know, you'll have fun and, you know, you'll, you'll learn something. You'll find, you'll find new things. I was able to definitely, uh, branch out from the movies I was, I was grabbing onto after this one because of the way I felt about subtitles in movies. So it was definitely definitely 100% solid gold in my book. So Yeah, actually with the the subtitles thing with this film, I got to say this this actually is a good intro to subtitles film for people if they're not a huge fan of them in general because it is a found footage film the subtitles flow very well because it's very casual conversation. But at the same time, it's interesting because you're learning a lot about these different trolls, uh, especially when it's time to, Hey guys, gather around and let's learn a little bit. But for some reason it it's enjoyable. And I think it really comes down to you're adding the visual element to it that makes it not seem like reading as much yeah it it was not a burden to keep yeah. up with um 
with the subtitles. Like you said, it was it was very casual. It was it was very easy dialogue. You know, if there was a point where it's like, oh hey, he's he's starting to you know fill us in on some some pertinent information. All right, I can sit here, I can read about this, and then other stuff, especially when they're um, out just walking around or troll hunting, you know, on patrol. You know, they're just talking here or there. It's just, it's just little dialogue. So if you, you know, you don't, I feel the movie never takes itself like too seriously. So it's like missing part of those dialogue movements. It's like you don't have to stress out. You're not missing like, like plot details or anything like that. You know, also, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're, you're watching. If you're not reading and you're watching, you can still, this movie uh, is very easy to follow visually as well you could you could literally turn the subtitles off for this film and just say you know what i'm i'm gonna listen to it uh in its in its regular norwegian uh vocal track and that's fine you will understand this movie you're gonna get it you're gonna understand exactly what's going on the visual elements pretty much play it all out for you. You're seeing this stuff and you can kind of put two and two together uh, by the end of it. And yeah. If there's stuff you miss, well, there's some stuff you missed, you know, yeah. and then you can, you can do that. It is a weird thing too, because I know subtitles are, that's a hot button thing for people in horror, man. It's a try and get people mm-hmm. to want to, they, they were going to remake troll hunter in the United States originally. And it didn't really make sense to me because this movie to me is is perfect as far as giving you that whole uh, we're going to show you about trolls. We're going to give you this total history on them. We're going to almost give you this education <laughs> that you're not really going to get anywhere else unless you <laughs> sit down and read like a really hardcore uh, like textbook. You yeah. Know? If, if you read like Survivor's Guide to Trolls. Something yeah. like super dry, handing you all like the important little tidbits. It's like weaknesses and and builds what these things look like, where they live, how they eat, um, and you get to yeah. see it. You you get to witness a lot of it, not all of it, but we actually get to go into some of these places, which I, I gotta say blew my mind mm-hmm. because I was I was expecting this to be one of those films that hints at stuff but when it comes time to actually like show things they'll barely show anything yeah it's uh, a found footage it's like in the at the important moments oh the camera's going crazy they're running it's like you're not really seeing anything you're seeing shadows and a glimpse of something here and maybe a thing over here but yeah i i'm always afraid of that with with uh found footage films um, yeah, mockumentary yeah, because styles. Because if they wanted to save money, they could have definitely like cheat and not shown you anything, and you know, gotten away with it and skated. You know, but I really enjoy this. It's like they they didn't do that. You actually, it's like you go into a cave system. Not only do you go into a cave system, the characters get trapped, and they turn on the night vision. When the night vision's on. You see these creatures like it's a it's a static it's a static shot and these creatures come in and they're settling in for the night. One sits right in front of them. You can see the some of the others in the in the corner 
over to the side, but it's like you actually get to see they did they didn't skimp out on showing you the important stuff, showing you these creatures. You know? Well, they they play night vision as a they they make use of it to a benefit where they are able to add a bunch of shots of these um, of these trolls, the different types of trolls that you that you see throughout the movie because. You know, they're running through, it's dark. Oh, are we just going to get a silhouette? Cool, great, this could be anything. And they turn the night vision on. No, you see the troll. Yeah. But it's a great way to save money on the effects, too, because we're seeing it in night vision. We have that green filter of it over it. It doesn't need to be super detailed. You don't need to put that extra time in getting and making it look photorealistic, except for the scenes, and there are some scenes... Mm-hmm where it's very, like, matte painting-esque and how they look. But there was a lot of time and detail, like, meticulous work put into those specific scenes. The one that I'm talking about in particular, and there's a whole VFX uh, behind-the-scenes thing, I think, on YouTube, uh, as well as on the the Blu-ray and DVD, showing how they have the giant, uh, what is it, the Jotnar? Uh, the uh, the we'll say we'll say uh, final boss. Yeah, in the movie. yeah. The 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 hi. I'm a skyscraper, but I'm also yeah. a troll. Uh, <laughs> which which they say you know the Jotnar can be like 200 feet tall. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's this it's a giant massive troll, and. They don't mess around, man. They show this thing in all of its glory, and it is. I thought it looked. It looks so good. Amazing. I thought that was. I mean, visually, like probably my my favorite one. Although, yeah. like some of the uh, some of the other trolls that they had were were really really cool looking. Um, oh yeah, they're all look. They all look amazing. Like uh, the troll designs in general are, are just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um who which one like we we had the uh you know some 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 of the different types. I love the names to um uh Mountain Kings Jotnar is that what it is? The Jotnar is the is the, the giant troll. That's yeah. the big dude. Um uh Tosser Lad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love I love these these names. Well, that... and there's there's two types of trolls, right? There's two main groups. There you have your mountain trolls and you have your woodland trolls. And from there, you have ones like the tosser lads and you you have ones like the rhyme tosser, the harding, the mountain kings. We get to see we get to see uh I think it's the mountain kings that we get to see, right? In all of their brutality. Yeah, the mountain kings were the uh, where we got trapped in the uh, in the cave, in, Dude, their, in their little lair. They look like a fraggle from hell. You know what I mean? Like they are beast-like, platypus-like, mixed with a Jim Henson creature. Yeah, no, you know what? Looking at them, I think I think it was the nose that sent me up. It looked like the. Um, the lead for the uh, the Muppet the Muppets band the Muppet Show. Yeah, Did you remember that he looked looked like the lead 
Yeah, exactly. Like there's, but the, it, and there's something where you're like, oh, this is kind of cool looking. It seems like a little, oh, this thing's kind of cute. Man, no, mountain kings are not cute. <laughs> mountain, mountain kings, kings are not cute. They and they're will, and they're vile. They're nasty. Mm. They are. Um, They'll squish you, man. They're college dudes. They're college bros, man. Sitting in their dorm, farting it up everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, they're disgusting. Troll, trolls, trolls in general. Trolls in general are disgusting. Trolls are they they smell. One of the big things in this is they talk about troll stench, and it's a concentrate of all the the just foul, awful things that a troll has with it. Uh, it's just it's. I, I love I love the way he um, uh, our our troll hunter. Uh, Hans, yeah, um, uh, awesome character. Like, definitely in my top ten of like old dude characters of all time. Um, but I like the way he said it the best when. <laughs> when wait, said, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Your top ten of old dudes of all time. Yeah, old dudes, not like, not like, hey, like hero protagonist badasses. Just top ten old dudes. Yeah, top <laughs> ten old. Old dude, I'll put badasses in there because there I go. I think this list is the the list I have in my head is full of badasses, you know. That's and he how is, I feel about it. He yeah. is he is immediately one of them. Just the way he comes up, just when we meet him, he is. You can tell his life. He's been through the ringer. He's been through the system. Nothing nothing about the job is really like really surprises him anymore. He's done it for decades and. He is the only guy who has been responsible for keeping the trolls in line. Yeah. It's like that t- as soon shit. as you as soon as we meet him, he it's like you get you immediately get that. It's like this is his job. He's gonna do it. He has a, he's like, you might as well just go away. It's not important what you have to say to me. I gotta go do this thing. Because you're not gonna do it. My yeah. boss isn't going to do it. I'm go- it's me. Well, I mean, the, so the plot of the movie is really simple, too. It's, Ooh. it's, um, so you have this documentary crew, college students, right? Going out and investigating some of these strange, um, what they've been saying have been like bear attacks that have been happening all <laughs> over different parts of Norway. And, uh, Basically, like, they, as they're interviewing a lot of these hunters, these hunters are like, I don't know, none of this seems to add up. All this stuff seems weird. And they actually say that throughout as you talk to the different hunters. And it's, yeah, it's and kind of funny. You're immediately um, thrown into into this story. These bears that, like, the students are on their way immediately to go check out the story. And from get-go, like, you're you're automatically... Um, uneasy about the situation that's going on because everybody's like, this isn't right. This isn't mm-hmm. normal at all. This doesn't happen. Bears don't act like this. This is weird. Immediately. So, it's yeah, like, al- got- already it's like, you're already saying, okay, there's something else crazy going on. Well, then you got a guy who shows up who's just like there in the background and these hunters are just like, yeah, I don't know if this guy's here to try and steal our kills or like what's going on. Um, 
But all of a sudden, he's like the man of intrigue, you know? He's got the long jacket and the hat and just like... I the, loved his look. Oh, his look is amazing. Look. This guy this guy looks like the ultimate badass. Like, you don't want to mess with him, which I feel like is why the hunters haven't even gone up to him, other than the fact yeah. that he smells something awful. Uh, but, you know, these, these filmmakers, they want... They want a story. So they ask around about this guy and finally, you know, they end up over at this trailer park where the people there tell them that, yeah, he lives down over here. Uh, they show him his trailer and it just looks like it is, it's decked out. Not in a, not in like a nice way, really in nope. the, uh, the survivalist, but what are exactly are you trying to survive way? Mm -hmm. Um, and it reeks horribly <laughs> i i think i think the um i think his trailer i think his uh his workstation is a like a mirror of what he is he is it's it's all function no form like yeah but i mean his workstation is horrifying so, so this movie plays itself as like a cop. So there's a lot of like Norwegian comedians in this film that make up the main cast. And there, there are funny moments, but this is funny in the way that like, uh, Norseman yeah. is funny, you know, like when you're watching that, it's, it's, it's very, like the office with Vikings. You know what I mean? Very, it's like this very, very dry. It could be like, it's like drawl at some times. Yeah, and there there are these funny moments in it where you're laughing out loud and it's humorous, but then stuff can get really serious and it, it's you're just like, oh, oh, people can still die and this is not a joke and this isn't a everyone survives thing, just come on to, for this wild ride. It's like, hey, join us on this wild ride that can possibly get you killed. Uh, that, and immediately it's like the crews, <laughs> they're, they're going after Hans. He's like, you need to go home. Stop bothering me. He's like, he wants nothing yeah. to do with him. He's like, if these people follow me, they're just going to end up dead. Yeah, absolutely. You know? he, he's yeah. honest with them. He tells them multiple times. And they, dude, they stalk his ass. We're less, yeah, what is it? Not even 15 minutes in. And they, they are following him through the countryside. Like, yeah into other parts of the into other territories like they are yeah. crossing borders they what is it they they board two ferries to follow yeah. this guy yeah two ferries and it's <laughs> on the second ferry where they they finally confront the dude again and because they they confront him once and he's like yeah i'm not uh, i'm not doing this i'm not talking to you about this like and and they just keep they keep bothering him and he's just like, are you serious? Are you following me now? Or so, like, what, what is wrong with you people? Like, leave me alone. They still, they just don't want to leave this guy alone. No matter what they are, they are hooked on this guy. Mm -hmm. They are some, they are some Hans junkies. They just need that fix, man. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he's got, what does he have? A Land Rover, right? That's his, I believe uh, so, yeah. So they follow him out, you know, um, through all these different places. He's at another campsite, right? And they're staying at a cabin and they see him leave and they're like, Oh, we got to go. So they decide to follow him out to the middle of the woods in the middle of the night. 
you know, do do what do what curious kids do and just follows like strangers. Right. And so it's three three people who are doing this. We have Thomas, Joanna, and uh Kale. Kale is the camera guy. Mm-hmm. Joanna is, you know, sound and everything. And Thomas just is literally on the face on camera. That's it. And makes really poor decisions. He he literally got the entire team into this. Throughout the entire movie, he just makes poor decisions and gets people to go along with his poor decisions. He's full of poor decisions, poor decisions. They go out into the woods. They follow this guy out there. They see his, his, you know, Land Rover has these industrial lights and lamps on it. And they're like, oh, this is crazy. You're getting all this? And it's like, yeah, we're filming everything. Uh, They want to know what he's doing and what he's going after. And they go into the woods. (laughs) Poor decisions, man. They follow this guy out there. I mean, I I think I really like Thomas because he is that he is the fresh face. They're trying to get a story. He's dragging the whole team along. He is so just driven to immediately, you know, the first the first story they get, they want to make something big of it. And they're following this guy. You know, may, maybe they figured it to turn into like a special interest piece or something like that about this guy who is going around this poacher. They think he's yeah. a poacher. Yeah. You know, killing off these bears. And they're like, we're going to get this guy. Well, kind of. I mean, it's a combination. They're not really even sure who he is. They're just interested yeah. in, in how he's and what he's doing. But yeah, they've heard, they think they've heard he... a couple of tips here and there. But yeah. I think, so... I, think I really like, I think I really like Thomas because he is just, so gung ho about about yeah. getting it, yeah. Because you're just like this is this is the dumb, this is the dumb protagonist. This is this is all just the complete ass backwards way that normal people would would do things. You know, it's like oh, it's in the middle of the night. Let's follow this dude out to a sketchy area. No yeah. real life person's gonna do that. Well, I mean, their their story was, you know, uh, making a documentary about a suspected bear poacher. Boom, this Hans dude. Boom, they're following him around. You know, like that's the thing. He he's just stranger than he seems. It, it, this guy is not normal, and that that draws them on a level of intrigue where it, at many times they could have walked away. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. they had so many times to walk away, but to actually follow him out that many times, confront him twice. And then decide on this third time, we're we no, we're we're just gonna go out there and actually catch him in the act. They find out why he goes out there, right? <laughs> Troll. <laughs> the best man. It's so good because uh, you hear this noise and you see a flash in the background in the distance. And they're like, "What is that? What is that? Something's I, coming I, towards us." I think that is definitely one of my favorite parts of the movie because up until this point. You see, every time you see Han, he is so just cloaked. Yeah. You know, you can't get a read on this guy, except for it's like, he does not want you to be there. Just go away. Don't mess with him. You shouldn't be here. And then the scene, he comes, they have their camera on, lights on. He comes running full tilt out of the darkness, like right down, right down the barrel, just screams. Yeah. He is, he is afraid. Well, I think it's less a fear and more of like sense of urgency because now there's people here that weren't supposed to be. Yeah. He knew that he could make it to where he needed to be by that time. Mm-hmm. Yet, 
I mean, we do find out, you know, that this troll that he's run into, and I guess, I guess the fear thing does make sense because we find out that the troll is different from most other trolls as it is rabid and is now spreading rabies throughout, uh, Norway, which is, is another thing we find out later in the film, but it is why we're on this, uh, kind of roller coaster of a ride that should be much more relaxed by traditional troll hunting standards, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, basically, we have that moment of urgency. Uh, he gets him out from there. Well, for the most part, I mean, we have we have one of our guys, uh, Thomas, gets bit on his shoulder. Yeah, bit or scratched or something. Something happens. He's yeah. got he's got himself a troll wound, yep. uh, which he thinks is just from some random animal. And it does not believe in the whole concept of trolls. Um they're not I'll, even presented. They're, I mean, aside no. from him yelling "troll," as soon as they kind of get back, get back to safety, like he's Hans is shut down again. Yeah, because they're still not believing anything that they saw. Because, um, because they, you know, just just like the viewer, they didn't see anything. They were told yeah. to run. They ran. They didn't get any type of evidence about but, whatever so they, was going on. Yeah, and now now they've escaped, but you know they they go with Hans and the Land Rover. They're not believing anything that he's saying about trolls because he does mention that, and they're like not they laugh, they joke. You know? Yeah, and they find that their their car is now tipped over on the side. All of its tires have been like ripped off, but it looks like they were chewed off. The hubcaps are all bitten and covered in slime. Mm-hmm. I love what they did with that car. It looks good, man. It practical, looks so practical good. Work, like some good set dressing. You know what I mean? I want to know. I want to know what they use to make like that that troll slime, that drool, whatever it was, just that just covered absolutely everything. Probably KY jelly, dude. Like probably. no joke. Probably just a big old thing of KY. It was uh, amazing, though. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, um, it it just looks cool, you know, with that. It's believable. You believe that something has attacked this. It's the inclusion of the slime, the the troll slime and the troll stench and all these other small elements that make these trolls seem realistic, even though, yeah, we're dealing with CG trolls. Mm -hmm. This helps you suspend that disbelief. Absolutely. They look good, too, man. Like... The, they, they're well, the troll, it's well the done. Trolls are amazing. I yeah. love the builds that they did. Honestly, I I think that's one of the reasons I really, really adore this movie. I love learning about like like folklore, anything that yeah. ha- having to do with like like practices from like the old days, you know, finding out these things. So this was honestly for me watching this movie was like almost like a live action like uh Grimm's fairy tales. You know, it's very it's very whimsical at times. But then, like the underlying message, there's like so much grit and grime and things get nasty. You know, I I feel like it's the closest we're going to get to a shadow of the Colossus movie. Oh, that would be amazing, though. I mean, Uh, because the the Jotnar is like essentially one of the Colossus from from Shadow of the Colossus. It, it, It has that height. You know, you have some of the smaller ones, which are kind of like the bull one that you run into or whatever it is. It, 
it has that kind of feel to it. It has I, this I we're traveling I a vast I land. The way that they, I love the way that they that they did the troll the troll fights. But honestly, yeah. if they had done like a sequel or something, uh, we had talked about this before. Like if they did like a series. Oh, a series would be amazing. If they did a series and to have like a Juntnar. Like if they did like a prequel series and it's Hans yeah. dealing with the Juntnar and he's climbing the Juntnar. That yeah. would that would be so cool. I mean, you could have a you could have a a series that takes place now where there's a group of troll hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, so so one of the things that Hans is is sick and tired of is he's the only troll hunter in Norway. The only guy. The only one, right? He also participated in a massacre of a ton of innocent trolls that were in their own land because the government wanted to build like a highway. Yeah, it was like a, what was it, a pipeline or something? Or a pipeline or some yeah. stuff or a tunnel, whatever, through through the through the mountains. And he they you know, the uh what is it, the troll what is the organization that he works for? It's the um uh oh <laughs> uh, oh, the, so TSS? he works for the yeah he works for TSS the Troll Security Service right That's it, yeah. and they have like their little Slade troll forms where you gotta sign and fill out a bunch of stuff uh, I but he the, was I I, I, <laughs> I thought it was so cool when he brought out like his paperwork after a job's done just goes like, to oh, the diner and like just filling fill out the paper. So, oh, okay, it's this that you know, it's a male, it's mm-hmm. a female. This is where we found it. Oh, it was out of bounds. It's like just him filling out the paperwork and like going over. It's like, oh, these are just different things I have to, I have to fill out. You know, the, the mm-hmm. requisite forms for whenever a troll leaves its habitat and I have to exterminate one. Exactly. Well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking did... how many of these pieces of paper has he had to fill out over the years. Well, especially with that massacre, because, you know, the TSS was like, we don't want you like they basically campaigned to the country to be like, no, don't to the government, like, don't build, you know, this pipeline through here, go around. They're like, whatever, we're going to do it anyway. So he had to go in there and slaughter all these trolls, the adults, the children, all of them. Like, it didn't matter to to you know the government they wanted their their pipeline or whatever and that just changed him forever like he he's so he hates his job he doesn't want to be there anymore and normally he would be like these people are following me around and at first he is but he finally relents because he realizes like this job is terrible maybe i can finally reveal this out to the world that yeah trolls exist and they've been covering this stuff up and I'm tired and I'm done and someone else needs to come yeah. in here and, and take over and do this for me because he just doesn't have, he doesn't the, have the drive anymore. He doesn't want to do it. He, he, he even yep. says it's a shit job. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get doesn't get hazard pay. He doesn't get, you know, holiday pay. He doesn't get a holiday. You know, he doesn't get time off. It's like they call him. He has to go. You know, is this and you think you'd be able to have some sort of leverage, but apparently they must have leverage on him Mm -hmm. because he is unable to negotiate, even though he's the only one in Norway doing this. So his boss is is this guy Finn. Mm -hmm. Finn likes to cut corners. 
Finn is not very good at his job. Straight, straight bureaucrat. Straight bureaucrat. Um, hires these guys to bring in bears that, you know, when trolls attack and stuff and, and kill some animals, he brings in these bears, uh, to say, yeah, they ended up attacking and that's what it was, but mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know how to put the footprints down the bear paw prints. Cause he's <laughs> got these right, little nothing, ones. That's why actual hunters who know what, what's like, what's up with these animals are so confused. They're like, this is not right. Cause he's like wearing like the the bear the makeshift bare feet on the wrong mm-hmm. foot so everything yeah. like all the tracks are, are like backwards like they have reversed feet yeah he's terrible, <laughs> he's terrible <laughs> he's a, at his job he doesn't he, he doesn't even care though he's just doing it yeah he's just fucking do boop, boop, boop. and then he calls uh these guys to bring him a bear and they end up bringing him a russian bear yeah <laughs> And they're like, how? That, that scene was amazing. The um, the uh, the Polish guys. Yeah, the Polish bringing guys bringing in bringing in a, a Russian bear. Yeah. And they're and they're so about being on camera too. I love that part. It's like, oh, you feel me? Are we doing we doing this right now? <laughs> Which is like the opposite of how he should be acting in that type of situation. He should be like, yeah. I don't want to be on camera. This is like black market stuff. We shouldn't be doing this. It's highly illegal. Instead, he's just like, yeah, no, totally. Uh, yeah, let's totally do this. And th- they're all played by comedians. So pretty much anyone of authority in this film, uh, they're played by some sort of Norwegian, uh, famous comedian. Norwegian stand-up comedian. It works really well in this. Like, I don't know who any of them are. So I'm going. I'm coming into this completely blind to that. Yeah. But I think it works in their it works in in its favor very well because mm-hmm. there some of these characters are purposefully funny and some are not. I think Hans is a character that ha, there's so much subtle humor in it uh, in his Absolutely. performance. It's oh man, like just the way just the way he talks to yeah to yeah. the students and talks about the job is is amazing. He's like he's just it's. He is just so so dead to it at this point. Yeah, so he's just uh, like, he's, yeah. This is he's just telling them everything just so nonchalantly. You know, it's like other people aren't supposed to know about this, but it's like here you just have all, here's all the information on what I do. And he's played <laughs> by Otto Jesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody wants to look him up, Otto Jesperson. But yeah, I think he's fantastic in this. And yeah, he's very honest about the different types of trolls. And what makes this, it's its so believable because the way he rattles this off is like textbook information where he's mm-hmm. talking about as he's eating, you know, his breakfast after a, a night of troll hunting, um, which is that's such a great, each time they do that, they're always great scenes. Uh, but he, he like he talks about the different trolls and you know um, how some of them explode, some of them calcify and turn to stone, all sorts of different things. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's like every, everything's ha- has its niche. I mean, it's not like everything is so vastly different. So it turns to stone or explodes. It's a male. Mm-hmm. It's a female. It lives in the mountains. It lives in, you know, the forest, you know, it's like, it's just enough difference, you know, to make it really, to make it really intriguing without like bogging you down with too many choices. Right. Which, make, and which well, I mean, I think other... it helps make it like really, really easy to follow. 
and sometimes not choices, just the facts that they put yeah. in there because they're like, aren't trolls mythological creatures? He goes, no, they're animals. He's like, they're predators. You know, they're, they can be a thousand, twelve hundred years old. Even tells them they're dumb as rocks. They oh, and rocks. they eat rocks <laughs> as well. Rocks. One tried to eat its own tail, and he tells them a story about that. Which was an amazing story. It was just such an amazing, like, take, takes you out of everything else. He's like, I saw a troll trying to eat his tail one time. He ended up falling and rolling down the hill like a pinwheel. He's just telling yeah. the story like it's like it's absolutely nothing. It's just like, there's just something that happened. <laughs> Te- textbook troll hunting, you know. But it explains how dumb these trolls are. That yeah, one absolutely. was so dumb that it was willing to eat its own tail and fall, you know, head over feet over and over and over and over. Um, and just down a hill because they're, they're so stupid. So then we start to learn, well, they are. And we start (laughs) learning more about trolls as he, he shows them his trailer. You know, he has all these drawings. He has all these sketches. His place is like a lab. Apparently they don't like UV light. You know, they're nocturnal. So you put them out in, in sunlight or UV light. Uh, they go, well, especially UV, they go boom. They go boom, they turn into giant troll rock statues. Depending they, on uh, age. Depending on the age, yeah. It's, uh, the younger ones explode, but as they get older, it's like it calcifies in the bones and they just like instantaneously turn turn to rock. Which was ama- which was amazing when they uh caught up with um uh, was it the tosser lad or was the tosser lad the one under the bridge? Man, you know, I forget which one they caught up with at that point. Anyway, they I mean, they catch up with the, what, the three-headed one. The three-headed one. Yeah. And, and bla- blast it with, like, they chase it. It chases them back to his truck, which is what he was trying to do originally, the first time that they had followed him out. And when he gets out to the field, he, 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 starts, he starts singing and yelling and taunting it. So it gets mad, it gets closer to the truck, and as soon as it starts to lunge forward, boom, hits it with the UV, and just it, it just slows and crinkles and turns into just a giant rock statue. Yeah, and it's like, it all happens in just a matter of seconds. And then, you know, he hits it with a sledgehammer and turns it into gravel, because that's what you do in order to get rid of a troll. <laughs> as you do. As you do, and that's why it takes all night and why they they go get breakfast in the morning because after a hard night's work, you need you need some food to then go back inside of your trailer, which is covered in UV lights because you're terrified of the dark now because... Because uh, you have seen the dark. Seen and done some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I said that that was one of my favorite scenes as well. Like the tour through his uh, through his camper, it was super informative. But you also you got you got all this little information about about Hans, you know. And this dude lives just the saddest existence. He's probably got skin cancer because he sleeps in a tanning bed. You know, he spends all of his time in there. He wears sunblock, but I mean. It's just whenever he's in his trailer, like he can't sleep in the dark and he bakes himself and you, you, and you can see like in the trailer, like with those lights on, you can see like his tan lines, like he wears sunglasses when he sleeps so he doesn't burn his eyeballs up. 
and you could see it in his face, just like how much darker he is than like everybody else. It was like one of the best, but also it's like that scene like kind of bums me out just to see how he lived, like he has lived for decades. Well, you also see how his interactions have been so limited with people over the years anyway, that when you're finally getting some sort of interaction with people, he's so hesitant and resistant at first, but then after he's been around him for a bit, he, he, he just like gives them all the info. You know? it's, like, it's like he goes, he goes on, you know, a troll hunt, a couple of troll hunts. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, take a look around. This is what it is. Seems like you learn the whole story, but like by the end, it's not like everything all at once, you know, right. ex- exposition to you and like told you in very clear terms. It's like, as you're watching, you it's just little details here, little, little details here until it's like, big reveal how he's he's done all this like really messed mm-hmm. up stuff he's killed all these trolls that did nothing to anybody right they're just animals they're just there yeah they uh killed and displaced thousands of trolls and took their home for yeah. you know technological advancement sure. for the country right you know beyond that i guess as well i mean one man can't do all this shit, you know? Yeah, without it leaving him this right. way, you know, changed forever. He's at this point, yeah. he kind of, when he's talking about this stuff, he is just a shell. Well, I mean, he, he is, but he will, when he talks about it, but otherwise he's a badass. So, oh, no, I yeah, mean, absolutely. Like, like, I don't think it wears him down too much. I mean, it does, obviously, it wears him down as a person and it's eating away at him. But I, I think, think he has an issue recollecting sure. about it. But since there's nobody else, it's like, who's going to do the job? He's still going to do the job. And, right. in, and in just like the most wonderful fashion, because he just gets in there and and dominates right he's anything but a broken man he should be i mean honestly like he armors up at one point for this uh billy billy goats gruff scene um (laughs) where he's trying to lure a troll that has gone under a bridge and you know he's got to put a couple animals up there in order for it to finally grab one but he's he's armored up in essentially what is a Monty Python esque armor. He's the uh, he is the Black Knight with this copper leather weird armor. I don't even know what type of metal it is. That should not have protected him from yeah, what it, happened at it all. It should it should not have protected him at all. So he's going to try and. Um, he has to get blood from one of these trolls. They've told him, you know, hey, you don't just kill the troll, but get some blood from it. Giant syringe, by the way. This thing is huge that he needs to use in order to draw the blood out. Giant metal syringe. And he goes up to it like he's going to get it, and the troll just smashes him into the side of the bridge. I mean, hard. And I, you're like, oh. He was, he was sitting there taking his time. Like, he was trying to get in there and position himself. And everything yeah. looked like it was going okay. And just a flash, this thing backhands him. Just like smashes him into the side of the bridge. Boom. I thought the story was over. I, I was thought like, he turned to paste on the inside. What, what are they going to do without this guy? 
this man is clearly dead. <laughs> well, then they pick him up, and then I'm like, but maybe he's, and the troll smashes him twice into the ground. And I'm like, picks well, him up, tries to bite his head. Yeah, tries he's like, to like, he's like, shoot, like gnawing on him to see, it's like, what is this? Can I eat it? Can't. Metal's, metal's strong enough, which is good. Which is good. Oh, man. Throws him on the ground, and I'm like, well, this dude's, this dude is dead. He's There's, dead. they're going to open this thing up, and he's literally, it's just going to be just paste pouring out. No, no. Okay, apparently, he's, he's a crash test dummy, and you can beat the shit out of him, and he's good. This isn't Dark Souls. You don't get hit once or twice and dead forever. Yeah. This is, you got, He's like a a, a a brutality sponge. Troll sponge. <laughs> what are those? Uh, uh, one of those bop it clowns. You hit yeah. it in the face and it rebounds back up at you, so oh, you can get it again. It's. Br- I mean, he gets he gets walloped really hard. You know, he's he's selling it. He's selling the rib injury and, and like the yep. knee injuries. But he's got this belt thing on with these canisters. Oh yeah, this is cool. This is so cool. And this good old oh shit button, this red button in the center. And uh, he goes under the bridge and he's like, well, all right, I guess we're going to do it this way then. Disappears under the bridge. You hear a scuffle and then you see a light flash and there's an explosion and just guts everywhere shoot out from underneath the bridge. A lightning, a lightning strike of troll guts. Just, yeah. All you see is lightning and then well, there's a pause right for a second, isn't there? It's like, and then kaboom, kaboom yeah, like, everywhere. Like just like a beat. Yeah. Just a beat. So while, good. While like the insides of this troll like calcify and react and then lose their shit all over everything. Yeah. And then he, he comes out uh, and he's like, well, I guess I got my blood sample because he's covered <laughs> in the gore. I got it. It's like, got it. <laughs> It's like, all right, man, you just could have done that. But I guess he didn't really know how old it was by doing something like that. You know, if it's an older troll, because it can't. Uh, well, we find out, what is it, that uh, when they, they meet a scientist, because they have to get the blood over there because she wants mm-hmm. to analyze it. She wants to know what's going on, um, you know, with it. And this is like his only other, like, human contact. Like, mm-hmm. like they have a, like him in this, uh, she's a veterinarian. Yes. Yes. They like, they have a very, like a very personal relationship. They care for one another. I Dude, mean, just, it, it seems like a father daughter relationship. Like all, it almost seems all like all that's his daughter. They don't give you much more than that. Like no. you go, you go to the vet's office and they give her the blood and then you see this one shot they're hugging. Yeah. And then separate ways it's like that's that's as much of like healthy human interaction this guy gets that's it you know when he sees this veterinarian mm-hmm. what we learn from her though is that they can't process vitamin d it's something trolls can't do so one of two things will happen if they're younger um it will cause them what is it it causes them to exp- supplies in the uh, in the blood vessels right and explodes is the reaction if they're older it calcifies down in their bones yeah so they turn to stone yeah yeah so 
that's that's what happens um, because they can't process the the vitamin D. Um, we also find out that they can't. Uh, he asks if any of them are Christian. That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they really can smell Christian blood. That's not Christian just. Saying, it's in the stories. It's in the lore. Again, it's like that's yeah. where I grabbed onto all these little bits of like uh, lore, mm-hmm. like uh, Scandinavian lore. It's like trolls and these little tiny details. It's like they they can smell you if you're Christian. Yeah. They can smell you. Well, the lore is legit. That's that's yeah. for the most part. You know, trolls have multiple heads. In this way, they they only they exist more as kind of like um protuberances you know they're kind of just these little tumors almost that come out it's it's uh, for show it's for show it's for um like battleground demonstration to scare other trolls or for attracting uh right. mates. yeah yeah attracting mates show you know show of dominance and stuff show of uh virility i guess as mm-hmm. well so you know they can have one head two three four more whatever Whatever, it just depends on how old and how yeah. many happen to sprout up. <laughs> exactly, uh, and that's something that's kind of cool that you see throughout. So I know, in you know, in, in lore and stuff, and a lot of those things, you see the multiple heads, and they explain it really well in this on how that actually happens with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, just the fact that like the whole troll stench is such an important thing in this. Yeah, you have it's like. You got you go down to the river. It's like these are the steps. You go down to the river. You scrub armpits, yep. generals. Get them real good. And then when you yep. come back up here, you know, take this jar of the grossest stuff you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And you're gonna put it all over you. <laughs> this is this is the life you want to be here. Lather up. It's time to do this. <laughs> Yeah, like if you made soap from troll fat and like all the grossness of a troll and like sweat just, secretions just like and all that. Wild ducks and yeah. stink sacks. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think he says, and I loved it. He's like, anything you can wring out of a troll. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, because they're just, they're just foul. And he. Mm-hmm. He covers himself in it all the time, so he always smells terrible. And well, so do they now, because in order to go on this journey, they had to do that. Now, he also asked, was any of them a Christian? They all said they weren't. Someone's a liar. Their name is lying about their belief system. Their name was Kale. Was? Yeah, was. (laughs) Because Kale wasn't honest. And when you're not honest about this type of stuff and you treat it like a joke and the person who is doing the job takes it very seriously and you still don't take it seriously. And then when you see the trolls um, and you realize, oh, no, now I'm trapped in this layer and you start taking that stink. It was almost like a, a, a block of fat almost. I had this look. Yeah, it, just, it, this it like, looked like just like, 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 like troll a soap, gooey yeah. bar of soap. Yeah. Ugh, funky yeah. fatty, funky the most fatty trolls. Thing. Yeah, he had a lot of that. That was a very large bar. That was like if someone took a stick of deodorant and let's say the entire stick, the whole thing was actually a solid piece of this. This is what it was mm-hmm. like. It's like a full stick size of deodorant. He wears that down to nothing. He all uses the, like all in, into it. It's just gone. Like, like you finish the last little piece of soap 
in the shower. It's nothing, and you just rub it into your body. It's gone. It's like, well, I guess I'm done washing now. Because he was sweating, and he Mm -hmm. was nervous, and he was freaking out, so they can smell it. They can smell his stench. They can smell the blood of the Christian, you know? Mm-hmm. But he panics, and that's that's his major downfall. Yep. Because over the course of a few hours, while everyone else is like, all right, well, let's just get through the night until they they're, go out yeah, again. Yeah, they're dealing. Get through they're, the like, day dealing the real yeah. well. Yeah, they're dealing pretty well. He freaks out. Immediately, yeah. he starts freaking out. Like, when he still has a good-sized chunk of that stench left, yeah. He's, he is already like you see him. He's fidgeting. He's he is. But he, he blows. He blows through it very quickly, and that's yeah. what that's the issue. Is he's sweating. He's going nuts with it. He's putting it on constantly, like way too much, and he he runs out of it in no time. So he's sweating. It's all melting off of him. They smell him, mm. and they're just like, "We got to get out of here." They're tucked in this yeah. little pocket, like what should almost be like a little bunk area type thing, like a sleeping area. But they, these trolls don't care. They're sleeping all in the in the main area, so they book it out. And and it is one of the coolest chase scenes ever. I loved it because it's, so it's like like you said it's like we talked about it earlier it's like they could have really cheaped out on this scene oh yeah and just had it like shaky cam all the way to safety but they didn't you get pauses where the camera actually catches like han's uh uh light bomb one of them and it just explodes into dust yeah yeah, he flashes the um he has this UV gun or something as it's jumping out at him and he like does a huge flash at it and he throws yeah, he th- I think he th- yeah, he throws something at him too. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool to watch all this go down. But you get it at almost like a POV. Now, mm-hmm. what makes this stand out more than any other regular found footage film to me is the quality of the footage. We're not getting shaky, Absolutely. shaky cam for the sake of shaky cam. We're getting a, I can see everything that's going on, mm-hmm. especially when he turns around in one of those final moments and you see all of these uh, mountain kings coming at him. And it's like 10 of yeah. them. Yeah, he lets out like another flash. It's like, it does, it's like enough to slow him down and like shake him off for half a second. But they, mm-hmm. it's just a wall of just claws and teeth. Like just a few feet away. At you. And he's right. And then, he, you know, the camera turns back around. We're right at the at the tunnel. He's just got to jump off this ledge down to this area below and then out. And they grab him. Yep. And you just see him lift up in the air. And you hear this immediate... Not like just holding up how in most horror movies like a villain will hold someone up for a while and then kill him. Mm-hmm. Immediately as he is lifted up, you don't see it, but you hear this you... squishing and tearing <laughs> of flesh and then it was screaming so on top of that until the camera falls to the ground and, and you know the lens breaks. He gets he gets literally ripped to shreds, just yeah. completely. And you, and you just hear it. Yeah, it's a, it ends. It ends, and you just hear the bone crunch. I just imagine like it's his head. Just yeah, getting, just getting well. I popped. feel like they were all grabbing him, 
They weren't gentle, so they were. They literally ripped off limbs immediately, yep. and then bit his head off, or just yeah, just someone just bit yeah. Ugh, it, very nasty, and that the I think set, makes the, it. The, the sound for that scene was yeah. amazing. Sells it, man. It made yes. it where it it sits with you longer than if you were to see that happen because it's absolutely. it's absolutely brutal. So then. They decide, you know, what's the what's the important thing that we should be doing right now? Let's get another camera person because we need to be <laughs> oh filming this. Not, God. hey, you know, we should stop. No, we need another camera person. Yep. So they, I think they get they Malika, just, they, right? They don't even care about this person. This person's coming, like, in the last, like, half hour of the movie. Yeah, we're an hour There's, and 18 minutes into the movie and Malika yeah, shows up. Like, this person at all. The first thing they think is we need to keep filming. Oh, we need a new camera. So instead of just getting a camera and filming, it's like, well, we need a whole new camera person because we're still doing this. But we're not going to tell them what we're doing. We're just going to get them out here. Thomas should feel really bad because he drugged the other two along for this adventure. And yeah. now Callie's dead. He should feel it, real bad. He has zero remorse. No, because they're they're like, well, he lied to us, and he should have been honest about being Christian. They're they're more mad. He and Joanna are more pissed off that he lied about being Christian or about not being a Christian than him being dead. Yeah. And you see, like, the priorities are really messed up, and the value for life is just not there. And so these characters go – it's almost like Cannibal Holocaust, mm -hmm. not to that extreme – yeah. But these characters who start off when you're following this documentary, you think that they're these really good characters. But as you're as you're going through, it starts to unravel a bit and you're like, these people aren't really as good as they as yeah, they by, seem. It doesn't it doesn't time, go to that extreme, but Yeah, by this time, like we found out it's like Tom, Thomas is not this fresh faced, you know, super gung ho little boy. No, he he's making very adult calls putting people's lives in danger and holding back important information so people won't ask too many questions and they'll just go along with it. Well, and Thomas also has a fever that he doesn't know about. Yeah. He's also like every once in a while we get, he's like out of breath or coming to the final scenes of the movie. He, he collapses. Yeah. And they have to get him into, into the house. Make well, sure okay. you know, we found out he was bitten, right? He was bitten by a troll. That troll happened to have rabies. Now he has rabies. He doesn't want to believe that because he <laughs> doesn't think it's possible for him to have rabies. But honestly, I don't think he understands how rabies works. Or I, has I'm, really, I'm really worried he has no idea how rabies work. He's like, he's like, I couldn't have rabies because if I had rabies, I would need to be at a hospital right now. Yeah, dude, you should be at a hospital right you now. You should be like, at a hospital right now, man. You shouldn't be filming a documentary with some troll hunter because you think it's going to bring you like fame or something, or or it's something that you just need to do. You <laughs> need to seek medical attention because you have rabies, man. Dude, they don't even really do any. I mean, they never fully check his arm, right? They, I mean, they kind of do, but like, yeah, no, it's like after he he wrap, wraps it up, yeah. Like, we never come back to it. 
Well, they tend to it, I think, Until... when, they, when they go when they go off, because he does take the coat off later, and they put the torn up yeah. coat back over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I guess they've 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 tended to it to a point, but yeah. like, but then we don't. Yeah, it's it's never brought to our attention again. I'm sure the vet did some treatment on it too. So <laughs> maybe I don't know. They dropped that blood. She got a hug. <laughs> they were no. there for a little bit of time. There was time to set up for an interview and a few other things. He definitely got that doctor. Sure, he up. got some sort of meds. She gave him a pill or something. Which still doesn't matter because we didn't find out about the rabies until it's too late. Yeah, until uh, I mean, it had to have been like 15, 20 minutes after the the vet vet visit. I mean, not in real in movie time. Yeah, in movie, in movie time. time. In movie time, we don't find out. Until yeah. we got the Juntnar coming out, man. That we don't thing. even we don't even get enough time to process. This guy's got rabies. He's yeah, just like, he's slowly just kind of like losing it and has a has a high grade fever now, and it's like well, see, see, we know because they mention it is brought to our attention the rabies with those a little bit before that before he even has this realization. Yep. That he has it. So for us to be like, oh, he has it. He, why aren't they bringing that up? He ha-, And then they do. And it's like, then for him to be in denial just takes it to this another level. It's like, he's not trying to hear it. Nope. Yeah. And he's like, I need to go. I should be. I would be at a hospital <laughs> if there were a problem. It's like, dude, yeah, you got to go there. Like, uh, but, but bigger things happen because, um, hey, that mountain in the background, that's not a mountain. That's the Jotnar. Yeah, um, that, that thing's moving. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not just a rock. It's very large. It's very very large, and and that's far away. Seeing how large he is, when this guy gets up close, wow! It is it is an amazing spectacle what they did with with the final uh, final troll. Like Absolutely, it is, yeah. it just looks like impending doom. Like you just look at you're just like this is not going to be good. It's just like, hello, final boss. This is this is the final boss level. This is like final boss, final form. Final boss, final form. It is because <laughs> of the size of this thing. Normally, you, know, you fight something and whatever. This thing's massive. But, you know, I, I like how everything kind of goes down with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have Hans getting in the Land Rover. There's been issues with his light in general. Uh, he goes out to... They think he, that he's abandoned them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. And Malika didn't even know what they were doing. They explained it to her. And she no thinks idea. it's all a joke until she sees it and is she's just kind of yep. mind is blown. She doesn't even know what the hell's going on. He goes off to to kind of distract this thing. And they, they're just kind of like, dude, you just let like you just left us. What's going on? And he goes off and um, he plays that music and starts leading it on this chase. He ends up getting them. And he was able to flash the light, right? But he's like, it, it's not working. The wires yeah, it's not are not working. Awesome. There's, some, there's, there's something wrong. It's like, it needs time to charge. It's like, yeah. I, it's not doing anything. He was able to weaken it, but like the battery connection is loose. So he comes back, he gets them. And God, they almost, they almost went with, I think like, what was that movie? The Devil Inside or something. They almost pulled that ending. And I was mm-hmm. going to be so mad if they did, because right. that, that stuff was pretty much like in the trailer type stuff. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they decide that they're going to, they got to drive because he's like, it has rabies. This thing has rabies. It should not be, you know, this yeah. violent and this aggressive. 
So it's chasing them down. <laughs> Very uh, Jurassic Park. That's what I was gonna say. That like the it's they the even look in the rear. They look in the like the side mirror, and it's right behind them. And yeah. then they have to turn around. and It does the whole like. They're driving the vehicle through the legs of the dinosaur shot. Dude, they never did that though. This this was like on a whole new level in the way that they did it. Yeah. This was this was the shot. Like this is like the masterful interactive shot of taking this land rover underneath the legs of this troll as it's walking and moving through and then just being like, oh, they, they made it. They got through all of it without getting stomped on or kicked or anything. And then this hand of the troll just comes down and Swat. just just swats them. I love that shot because, like, oh, it's it, so it, good. It, it so really, good. it really well. Like, this is your scale to yeah. this thing. Yeah, it, it did it so so well. It's like they're not just watching the feet. It's like its tail yep. is going back and forth, just like a pendulum. Just say, oh, 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 here comes the tail. Here it comes. Here it comes. Be careful. It, mm-hmm. And it misses, and they make it through past that, and then they have to be careful of the feet, and they make it through that somehow, just for the you know false sense of security, and then, whop. It's like a Universal theme park ride, man. Like old yeah. school though, like the old school Universal Studios uh, with King Kong, mm-hmm. or like the old school Jaws and stuff. That's yeah. this is kind of what it felt like, but like you're there and part of it, kind of like how they do with the Spider-Man one over there now. I thought it's so well done. And this is like 2010, right? So it just looks absolutely amazing. It's so well done with the background. Like the fact that they filmed out in nature for this and utilizing all of Norway just really takes it to a whole nother level. But I got to say, like for finishing off a final boss, it's a good one hit kill. You know what I mean? Like uh, his his uh, his UV rocket. Yeah, man, you got to have that UV bazooka. It's like this is the this is like. Final boss weapon. This is the only yeah. time we see we see him with this thing. We don't even know what he's walking out there with. I feel like it was like it's a combination of like Kanada and Akira, mm-hmm. that big old gun that he just yeah. blasts into it. It it kind of felt like that. It was one of these almost like an anime moment, just oh, in man. how just in how insane it was because you're almost you're taking down essentially like a kaiju, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but a giant troll. Giant troll. <laughs> but he shoots it with this, with this like <clears throat> UV rocket launcher. You see it go in. Right, the solar plexus is like yeah, it's like yeah, four hit. Well, and the thing is suffering too because you can tell it has rabies because it's holding on to its head. Uh, yeah, it's like having these awful headaches. It's it's just losing it. It's it's infected and it's you can just tell that it's gone fully rabid. And he you know he has to he has to put it down. But he goes out there. He tells them where they can go to the next town. Mm-hmm. Uh, to everyone from for, you know who survived the crash, and he just walks out there with this rocket launcher, looks at it, aims it, shoots. Yeah, it goes right into the solar plexus. I love I love the uh, the the lightning effect it had, like as it hits him and then yep. it explodes inside. That was so so cool. It was like a lightning storm in its belly, mm-hmm. and then and the thing just—well, it turns to—it turns to stone right away, mm-hmm. and then right away, because of the shock of everything and the size and the force, it crumbles into dust. Just under its own weight, that's so much just yeah. solid rice, right? like it can't yeah. hold itself up. Mm-hmm. 
And it's again just looked so good. You I just, looked, yeah. just start to see it just like precipitate. Yeah. And it, it looks just fall. It, it looks amazing. amazing. And I was expecting I don't know why. Maybe it's it's the cynicism in me, you know, <laughs> like I was expecting Hans to get taken out by this or to fall on him or him to get taken out by the rubble or for it to give us that, oh, did he get taken out by the rubble? Oh, he made it. Yay. Look. Ha ha. After, you know, everything's cool. We're all still here. Yeah. Like one of those false moments of, of dread where you're like, no, guys, come on. Don't do that. No, we don't get any of that. You know, it just, it crumbles. It looks like it could hit him, but it doesn't. It just kind of falls and he's just standing there and he's done what he needed to do. And I think he walks over the hill and we're just like, he just leaves. Yeah. He just straight straight ghosts. He's just like, I'm out. Yeah. He just basically walks away from them, keeps going away over this hill. And once he's over this hill, we don't see him. We don't see him again. But, but Finn and his truck show up. And, like, right away, because the, if Finn wants their tapes, right? And and yeah. basically, Hans has been... Mr. Mr. Fixer trying to cover everything up in his yeah, half-assed, he's haphazard good, way. He's been this good middleman about the whole thing and, and, and keeping him, Finn, from getting these tapes and, and utilizing any of his people to physically take them from people. Well, now Hans isn't there. And now they don't have a vehicle and Finn is showing up with a couple of different vehicles, I think. And they just freak out. They freak out. And, and, uh, Malika is just standing there. She's like, she has no idea what's going on. So she, they she take, is just stunned. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And Thomas runs up to her. He's like, give me the camera, give me the camera. And like starts to run. They're starting to catch up to him. He's like, oh, oh. he digs the, like the tape out. I think. Joanna hands him another hard drive or something, or he asks about the hard drives because, you know, in the beginning we're told there's 283 minutes of footage or something like that, that they use to make this film, which is 103 minutes. So we're not seeing all of it put together. Uh, but yeah, we, we find out that that's the second hard drive that he gets from Joanna and he runs with it. We don't find out what happens to him, even though he makes it to the side of a highway. Mm Mm-hmm. They're yelling for him to stop. I think Finn's yelling for him to stop. Like just yeah, Finn is you know, not yelling for him to and stop. And not in a mean way either. They're not try- it doesn't even look like they're trying to tackle him or, or take him down. But I think the rabies is kicked in with him where he's in total panic mode. And he doesn't know what this means. Does this mean he's dead too because he has rabies and just like they took down the troll? Like I feel like there's this major moment of panic with him mm-hmm. that Malik is like, I haven't been here for any of this. I'm not, I don't know anything, but Joanna kind of goes with it a bit because she's also like, she's been there the whole time and kind of following along. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a situation that could have been all right and resolved. And I feel like maybe it was, mm-hmm. but it definitely makes it seem like he probably got mowed over by a bunch of semi trucks. Cause, cause that's, that's the final shot yeah. is, is a tractor trailer. It doesn't look like, like the way the camera's angle, it doesn't look like he's in the middle of the road, but also it's like he, he may be in the middle of the road. <laughs> I mean, he might be if he's holding it in his left hand and has it like the camera stretched out from his body because, uh-huh. like, you know, he he is not physically the camera, but he could be next to it. But then you hear this screeching and all this stuff, but you don't see it. You don't see the thing. It's, slowing a, it's, down. A, it's like black. 
Troll Hunter title card. Well, they say no body was ever found uh, in the mine, so they Mm -hmm. never found Kali, and the teenagers behind the recordings have vanished without a trace. Then it says, we strongly encourage anyone with information about their fate to contact uh, Film Camera 10 uh, AS or the nearest police station. And then after that, you know, have their credits or whatever, and then they go to the prime minister having a conference about power lines because there's this moment earlier in the film where they go to this power area (laughs) and they're talking to this guy and they're like, yeah, we put up these high power lines and this is how we knew. Well, before they talked to him, Hans is like, we put up these power lines and Finn um, to keep the the Jotnar, the the large trolls in. So it's essentially giant electric fences. And when they go into this place, uh, they ask Hans, like, so, so do the people at the electric company or the, or, you know, at the, at the main area there, do they know about trolls? And he's like, no, no, they don't know anything about it. <laughs> so the guy's telling them about like all their stuff. And they, Thomas basically calls out like, Hey, I think Thomas and Joanna call out like, Hey, so what about this? Like, why is there just an electrical grid just in a circle? Yeah. Why have power lines that just go in a circle? <laughs> they don't go anywhere. They're just in a circle. He goes, well, there's trees there, and they, and the really nice countryside, and it, it kind of accentuates the, <laughs> the, the trees and the beauty of. He has no idea. He doesn't no, even know how to explain it. So he's just BSing his way out of it. But the real thing is, is this is the territory of the Jotnar, so they have to keep them in. What better way to do it than giant power lines where they have all these power grids anyway? Well, it gets brought up at the end of uh, during a press conference about power lines. <laughs> the prime minister says, well, how else are we going to keep the uh, the trolls in? Pretty much like basically he straight up says they have trolls. Say, say, There's trolls. Yeah. And then it's camera shoots over to Finn. Finn's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Just this panicked look on his face, and that's the movie. And it, it, I think it's absolutely amazing. It's such a good ending. Yeah. It actually makes me feel like this is a little more of a lighthearted ending. Mm-hmm. Not it, it ending with uh, Thomas dying or getting hit by something or, or them getting, you know, the other two getting killed. Yeah. Uh, like Malika. Saying that, saying that the, the, the teenagers weren't found it's like leads us to believe it's like they're fine it's like okay that was just the shot that the footage that they end decided to end on because maybe they didn't have maybe that was just it that was the end of the footage so that's what they say they say the footage ends here that was like the big thing yeah and Uh, so it's like well if thomas got hit it's like well they find a body so now now you know all of that could have happened they could have covered it up the way i would like to to think of it is that this is the beginning of what could be a a series that we you know we you and I have talked about before. Yes. If Troll Hunter turned into a series, <clears throat> you can go more into the lore of the different trolls and explore that because it, you know it's all fascinating, but it's not given enough time as we're going through mm-hmm. through the film. They get Thomas in time. They're able to take care of his rabies somehow. Let's say it just it makes him a little different though. Now, like he he something has changed with him. Something's off. Yeah. Right, but he's now a troll hunter along with Joanna and Malika. So it was either, well, now you know about this stuff, so you can either, you know, die, uh, or, hey, how about make some money and become a troll hunter? Yeah, you don't get benefits, really, but, eh. 
you know. <laughs> but you also don't die. Yeah, exactly. Now you might you might die, but you're not dying now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I think that 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 would be a interesting way to go about explaining what happened to them. I, uh, I would I would immediately binge watch that series. Yeah. You could do a, you could do six to eight episodes of that, and that, you know you don't really have to do more than that. You know you yeah. do. 30. You can you can do like a, like Netflix is doing all their like limited yep. series now. Yeah, you did six six to ten episodes explains like what they do now. It's like you yep. could, like you say you could go into more of the lore about specific troll species, which I would be super down for. Absolutely. I mean, it's really, look, it's all about this movie is split up into just a few hunts, essentially. You, you know, you're following him around as he's hunting a couple of different types of trolls, trying to figure out this mystery of, like, why is this troll going through here? Like, what's going on? You know, this is not normal. He, he shouldn't be having to go after these trolls the way he normally is. It's interesting. Yeah. What if there's other reasons now that trolls are leaving their territories? And there's this mystery that you're getting through this season as you're watching them go and do their cases mm-hmm. and you keep the humor in it. It's very, it does have that Norseman feel to it. You know, it's it, very it does. like, I think we're all caught up on Norseman. Yeah. It's just one of those things. that's like, it just catches you. Like the, mm-hmm. the episodes are about, about half hour or so long. And that's perfect with this too, because you have this dry humor you get enough effects. All you need are a few shots of the trolls each episode. You don't, I mean, you could have them in a lot if you're able to do it. Yes, sir. But a lot of it's going to be the humor and the relationships and watching how they're adapting to this from their traditional life. Now they can't contact their family anymore. How are they dealing with it? Malika just got thrown into this. She's this fish out she, of water. She was just taking this little tiny camera job and now. Her regular life is over. Yeah, absolutely. I would, And it would just be cool to see arcs of how her character goes maybe from hating what she's gotten into and being like, I can't believe you did this to me and blaming them to being the best at it and yeah. loving it and realizing like this is what she should be doing. And she just totally immerses herself into it where the other ones are having a little more trouble with it. Yeah, especially now that, you know, if they play it the way that you would kind of uh, spun it, it's like – if something because of the rabies, like something is up with Thomas. Yeah. Like he's just like off. He's like yeah. not rolling on hundred percent. He's like, he can't be the leader. He yeah. is half well, in, half out. I see Thomas as being a little more aggressive now with the trolls. He feels like this this did something to him that changed him. So now he has to go out there and he's the one who will he will rather kill them first than try to help them first. Sure. Yeah. I think Hans can come back and in, in to be play, you know, as as like the mentor figure in this, mm-hmm. and kind of you know you get to see some training in there. Maybe he could be retired, and you get to see him, and they kind of talk with him about stuff and how the changes have affected him. We get more stories. We could even do a flashback episode to young Hans and the massacre that happened. Like, yeah, we can get or these. See, stories. Honestly, it's like I would also watch a series of old Hans cases. Yeah. I'd watch well, that. Well, I mean, why not, why not? I mean, you can just call it, you know, the movie's called Troll Hunter. The TV mm-hmm. show can be called Troll Hunters. And you get, you're getting the follow up, but you're also getting a couple of these one off episodes that take you back into these stories. 
might not even be the whole episode. Maybe it's just part of it and you can get a little bit of it as you're going throughout and you can get a whole episode here and there. Like it, it has legs to be even longer than a regular series. I mean, if you, if you went with an hour long episode, Mm-hmm. You can devote more time between the two time periods in that story. If you go with a half hour, then you're going to want to add more episodes in yeah. so you can give a full episode to that story because it needs that full half hour to tell you about that hunt yeah. in particular in particular. I'm down. Who do we who 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 do we have to sign up with? I don't know, <laughs> for man. That show. This movie was like what did it cost like three and a half million or something? Some, yeah, too? I think it's somewhere so, around there, yeah. You could, you could film an entire season of this for around that amount of money. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah, you could do three and a half million, put a good amount of time into it, you know, and utilize the natural beauty of Norway, which in itself is a character in this and works. Absolutely, I mean, just just the the scenes where we're, we don't have as much dialogue or like they're traveling in between locales and the camera's just sitting there catching like, you know, the view out of the window of the van mm-hmm. as, as uh, Hans is explaining, it's like, Oh, what do you look for? He's like, Oh, uh, rock slides, cave-ins, things like that. So those are, those are, you know, surefire signs that a troll has been here, but those scenes where they're just showing out the window as they're driving, just the mountainsides mm-hmm. in the forest were, were, were beautiful. Yeah. Very well shot. Well, and utilizing what's already there too, you know, like yeah. you don't have to pay for that. It's like, it's there. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there was, I don't even know if they buried a tire in one place or it was already there. You know what I mean? Like it could have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they utilize that as far as like the trolls don't want to, or you could tell if one was here because it would chew on the rubber. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an area that was like an old quarry where they said there was a battle between the trolls throwing rocks at each other. And this was their battlefield. You know, we get we get all these different things. And especially, you know, even utilizing those power lines yeah. that are there it's and so incorporating cute. that into the story. It's, it's brilliant because you're taking the lore that has existed in this country for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years yeah. i mean since people have like settled there and started telling stories yeah it's it's a very smart film i don't think i mean i don't think pe- people maybe well, maybe they do maybe they they think about it a little more as just than just entertaining fodder mm-hmm. um and i hope they do because there's there's a lot to this movie it's very layered uh and i it makes me want to know more Ab- absolutely i I, I always love watching this movie because I like different things play in my head about these characters and places and what the lore actually is. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's so layered to I just want to find out all these all the little bits of information that bring all this to life, like interest yeah. me so much. That's why I really, really enjoy this movie. and I watch it as often as I do. And I consider myself very lucky to have just happened across it I mean, 10 years ago. Yeah. It's an absolutely fascinating movie. It is. It's got it's got a little bit of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it can fi- feel like a little bit of a slow burn at times. But 
I always feel like there's something to look at and something to watch that just keeps you just. There's something in, there. It's like it, you, you know, pers- for me personally, it's like I can just sit there and watch it. My, I can watch this movie without my attention being taken away from it. At, yeah. At any point, I can just sit there, sit there and watch it every single time. Well, because there's I, always there's always something so going on. There's something. There is something. You know, even the scenes when they're when they're just when they're following Hans, it's like the little things he's doing. He's tossing tossing a tire underneath of a bridge. Yeah, because I mean that's where trolls hang out. So yeah. he needs evidence. It's like throw a tire under there. It's. I mean, and that's the stuff that really works too. Is just filming someone going out there and doing that. But there's there's story and you believe him and you believe the job and you believe the character. And it's just, it's, it's just something that shows with this film. There was a lot of time and, and care put into this. Absolutely. Um, and this, yeah, this is definitely in my, in my top films. If, you know, if you're going to make a, if you're going to make kind of like a mockumentary, um, found footage film, this is this should be where you what you aspire to, especially yeah, this is, this on such a low budget. Aiming. I would I would love to see more uh, American movies. You know, you know anybody doing mockumentary styles, found footage. It's like hitting hitting these notes. Yeah, you know, really interesting story and beautiful locale, and you know, people that we can just like characters we can just immediately like grab onto and follow. Exactly. And exactly. Even like I said, even with the uh, even with subtitles, it this movie never seems like a chore. Anytime I'll sit there, and I will read every single subtitle every single time I watch it, and it, it's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's one I mean, of my this, favorite movies ever. This is in my tops, definitely. I think like for me, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, heard about it, saw it, was completely blown away. Mm-hmm. Tried to get as many people to watch it when it when it first came out. Um, got a good amount of people to watch it. They loved it. I mean, you know, it's one of those movies that I don't know many people who dislike it, but mm-hmm. I think they think it's going to be really cheesy and look like garbage. When in reality, it just it, it's a gorgeous film. Even you know, especially when you're like, oh, it's from 2010. People are like, hmm. 10 years ago how could, could that possibly look now? and it's called troll hunter man and it's they don't troll know. Hunter. <laughs> here's the thing it's an american film called if it were an american film called troll hunter even with that box art i'm expecting it to be not good yeah. i don't know why but that's just how a lot of the times it is you know because you're like oh it's an indie film there's no budget but when you have the norwegian government helping you fund it and a lot of international horror uh, or genre film, a lot of international genre films mm-hmm. get the government budget on top a, of it. They get government lot. funding. A yeah. Lot. Like all, Australia is all oh, of yeah. that. Australia, Canada. Get behind it, yeah. Canada. So, yeah. A lot, I've noticed that a lot of the Scandinavian countries as well. Like Nor- yeah. Norway, I know, is like really into that too. Absolutely. They support the arts a lot. And that's, that's something we're missing here. Like we don't really have the film arts fund as much that uh, goes specifically towards genre films in the way that there's the government funds that go towards those type Mm -hmm. of films uh, every single year and is budgeted 
uh, for them, you know? Yeah. So the government is like specifically, you know, yeah. funding their, their culture. Yeah. Putting that out to the world. That, yeah. Be like, Hey, we're proud to take these projects and put our name and our money behind it and send it out because we know it's going to be good. And we, we treasure what, you know, our artists are trying to do here in this country, which yeah. is super, super awesome. And I wish was more of a thing here because maybe we'd get these sorts of movies. If our government was helping artists do this sort of thing. Yeah, but dude, we have Hollywood and that's the that's the thing. These other countries don't have Hollywood, right? So sure. what are they going to do? They're going to do something a little different and this is what they're doing. I yeah. think what they're putting out is of higher quality, especially when it comes to the genre film in general. Granted, Hollywood has some stuff that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm not going to discount or discredit that. I, sure. There's plenty of movies that I love, but when I think of stuff that's low budget and of the highest quality and highest caliber. It's usually, it's usually a foreign horror film. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and people are going to really hate that. They're going to be like, but what about Halloween? It's like, yeah, but we're talking John Carpenter. Like there yeah. are masters there are, that are that's there. Right, that's why these guys are called the. Yes. And I'm never going to discredit, you know, uh, John Carpenter for anything. I mean, Halloween's amazing. Like he, he's an inspiration he, to, he, John Carpenter, is like an artist 100%. Absolutely. I mean, if he's like not writing or making a movie, he's making music, he's man. Making music now. Playing video games and making music. Playing video like, games and making he music. He does. He plays video games and makes music. Like, he's awesome. John Carpenter is the man. He just um, actually dropped a new track for his album coming out next year. Yeah. That I listened to just before Halloween. Nice. Like it can, I, I think it's called like Weeping Ghost or something like that okay, is the track name. It yeah. It's good. It's really good. So I found that out. And I was like, oh, he's got these like it's not just like soundtrack stuff that he does. No, no. Now, which he's been doing for decades. Yeah. Like specific albums that he's mm -hmm. putting out. I believe they're called like the Lost Lost Themes. I think this will be his third one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's very I'm, he's very synthwave retro synth. Like he yeah. he is. I mean, Carpenter did that, man. That's kind of like his. I like to think of it as his okay. claim to fame, like his music claim to fame, and in mm -hmm. in uh, film was just like bringing that to now the mainstream. I feel like, yeah. Um, but that I feel like is for a different episode of of a Carpenter esque episode. Uh, but as far as is giant creature feature troll awesomeness troll hunter you gotta see it get, if you've seen it already get your friends to see it if they haven't because they it, need it's to definitely it's definitely the number one out of any troll movie ever yeah no shit it's <laughs> not even a question man like i mean troll two. come on that's that those are goblins bro that's not even They're trolls goblins. that's not a troll and and it's the first troll I mean, the first troll is a movie with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and the kid Dude. who played, uh, what was it, Atreyu, right? Oh, uh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's a movie. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. No, but... But Troll Hunters is amazing. a must-watch, yeah. in my opinion. 
not not I mean it's it's just an amazingly smart, entertaining, great yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean it's it's a brilliant it's a brilliant um it's a little brilliant mockumentary, brilliant found footage film. One of the best, and if you're a low-budget filmmaker, and I say low-budget on the fact that, yeah, it's three and a half million, but still, with what they pulled off, phenomenal. That's how phenomenal. you utilize your surroundings and utilize your budget appropriately. So um, not, just, not just smart story-wise, it's like it was just a well-done, smart, yeah. smartly done movie. All the way around. All the way around. But yeah, huge recommend, I think, from the both of us. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, Jeremy, thank you for coming back on the show uh, or for coming on the show and doing this. Um, if anybody doesn't know, we tried to record this once already. It <laughs> didn't go so well uh, in post-production. So I was like, hey, buddy, uh, you want to come back on and re-record this? And he was nice enough uh, to to come back on here. Uh, thank you for, I, for being on. I am, I am super happy to uh, to do this for a second time. It's been a lot of fun. I think uh, I think this show is great. I'm glad to you know be a part of this and be a part of an episode because I've I've listened to every episode you've done so far. So when you asked me, I was I was a little a, you know a little bit giddy. I was like, <laughs> that is really cool. Well, thanks, I get man. to talk about this stuff. Yeah, well, it's I mean this has been a fun conversation. It's been good to talk to you about this. We don't we don't really get to talk about movies uh, as much. So, so this is a nice conversation to have, to be able to like sit down with a friend and just be like, Hey man, let's talk about a movie that you're really into. So this was, this was great. Thanks. I definitely appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to do this. Anytime, anytime. Love to have you on again. Well, that'll do it for us this week on Oh, the horror. If you'd like to check out old episodes, got a back catalog of about 120 episodes, you can check that out at holmesinvasion.podbean.com or anywhere that you download your podcasts. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can follow my handle at holmesinvasion and at ohthehorrorcast. Until next time, I'm Rob Holmes, and this has been Oh the Horror. Time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here.